And joining us here on the Rita Cosby Show is Blake Masters. Blake, great to have you here on the show. Rita, thank you so much. Awesome to uh, to be here. You too, my friend. And by the way, um, first off, what was it like? You were at the rally there with President Trump, um, his first one of 2022. And all I kept thinking about, it was Joe Biden, I don't think could have handled a minute or two on the stage like that. And he spoke extemporaneously for a long time. The crowd loved it. What was the sense there on the ground? And what's your reaction to President Trump and uh, his first big rally there right in your backyard? It was amazing. It was high energy, you know, uh, more than 50,000 people. Um, And you're right. It's just the contrast between Joe Biden and President Trump could not be greater. You know, Uh, you you just couldn't even imagine Joe Biden getting more than like 200 people together in the same place. And here's, you know, President Trump first rally in 2022, tens and tens of thousands of people. Uh, it, It just it was a reminder to me of how far we've come uh, in, in this new GOP and how we're, we're not going back. Um, the president was in top form and it was just amazing. You know, um, he also talked about he is predicting a red wave. You're, of course, hoping to be part of that red wave. Um, what do you think? Um, what do you think the chances are for 2022? And do you think that it's just the sense, Blake Masters, that a lot of people in the American public are just kind of fed up with, you know, with some of the overreach of government? Um, you know, we were talking about critical race theory and mandates and um, just a whole and the sort of talking down to even by President Biden recently. Oh, absolutely, Rita. I, people are just so sick and tired of what's happening to our country. You know, we're, we're losing the country. You've got a wide open border. Uh, inflation is surging. You know, we saw what happened at that debacle uh, in Afghanistan. Joe Biden, Biden's completely incompetent withdrawal. Um, it's, it's not good. It's not good. And yet the Democratic Party doesn't care. They don't care. How are people actually doing? Um, they'd rather talk about, you know, pronouns or make sure that uh, men can you know, compete on women's swim teams. These are the kind of issues they care about. We care about, uh, do we have a country? Do we have a border? You know, can people put food on the table? Are, are people having to struggle to pay double for a tank of gas? And um, yeah, you know, without being complacent, because we have to work hard, I do think there's going to be a red wave. I think we will crush the Democrats in November. Certainly, I will beat Mark Kelly uh, here in this U.S. Senate race in Arizona. What do you think in terms of President Trump? Do you get the sense he is running? I mean, he sure sounded like a candidate. Of course, he wants to probably see what happens with, uh, you know, the House and the Senate. But what do you what's your gut telling you, Blake? My gut's telling me that he will run, you know, and he just you know how presidents usually uh, towards the end of their term, you know, Obama had all the gray hair. George W. Bush had had all this gray hair. Um, It's a stressful job. Fair enough. But President Trump right now, I mean, he looks better than he did, you know, two or three years ago. It seems like he's had some time for R&R. Um, I think he's he's pissed off about what happened in 2020. And he was just in top form. You know, I remember the 2016 campaign real well. And it reminded me of that. He's in top form. I think he's... Uh, ready to go again. You know, I don't think anyone will be able to challenge him. Yeah. And the crowd, by the way, was like he had them like, I think, you know, out of the palm of his hand. I mean, the crowd was so excited. It was like sort of the old Trump rallies, you know, that he that he had. Um, and it seemed like he hadn't missed a beat. He was still playing off. He was doing his little dance, too. You know, um, he was dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he had a riff where he, he went off teleprompter and then he kind of uh, you know broke the frame and, and talked about how dumb the teleprompter was. And he's just really funny. 
he's just really funny. And so I know the most important thing is like, you know, how's the president actually governing? And Joe Biden's biggest failure isn't that he isn't funny. It's that he's a bad president, right? It's a disaster. But when you see President Trump up there and he's just in top form and he's actually funny, uh, it really makes you realize what we had. It wasn't just good governance. It was funny. And so it was lively. People felt like, gosh, we should be proud uh, of, of this man and of this of this country. And um, I think it's a sign of things to come. Yeah, there was an energy, no question, and, and sort of a positivity and this sort of great sentiment. Everybody, we are talking to Arizona Senate candidate Blake Masters. You know, Blake, you touched on the border because that is obviously such a big issue in Arizona, big issue in the country. Um, how big do you think that that is going to play, um, especially like in your race? I mean, I, I people around the country are so concerned with open borders at the same time where there's this clamping of mandates, you know, um, and so many cities. And yet that border is still wide open and these flights coming in the dead of night all over the country with, you know, illegal immigrants. How key do you think that is to your race and and what you're hearing from folks there in your state? It's so key. It's so key. People, I cannot tell you, Rita, how upset people are because they know we need a border. Like you can debate how many legal immigrants we should be taking every year. But obviously the correct amount of illegal immigration is zero. That's why it's illegal. But right now we have 225,000 illegal aliens crossing the border every month, not every year, every month. Right. And this is a choice. This is a choice by the Biden administration. Um, They inherited a pretty stable situation at the border. Thanks to President Trump, all Biden and, and Kamala Harris had to do was nothing. But instead, they just reversed all of these Trump policies that were working. They created this crisis. And it's not just people. You know, coming, it's drugs. It's the fentanyl, the fentanyl that comes through uh, the southern border every month. It's enough to kill every American twice over. And Biden is doing this. They're doing it on purpose. And um, I think it's going to be the end of them. Yeah, it is so disconcerting. People are so here he is, you know, talking about security. Okay, wear a mask. And yet that border is wide open and they're not being vaccinated. It's the double standard. Um, Before I let you go, um, I have to ask you, Blake Masters, this was so neat. I'm not surprised because you are always on the cutting edge of technology. Um, I just saw that you recently raised what was like half a million dollars by selling NFTs, um, these non-fungible tokens. Um, Tell us about that, because you're really doing some very like new technology bringing into your campaign. I love it. And I think it's a sign of how important technology is. And to have that on the Republican side is refreshing. Well, thank you, Rita. Yeah, just trying to think outside the box. You know, I'm an unconventional outsider uh, candidate, and I've got a a youthful perspective, shall we say. I think, you know, the U.S. Senate average age is, is pushing 70. Um, and so I'm a millennial and, you know, I'm thinking, OK, you got to raise money because campaigns are expensive. What's a what's a good way and an interesting way to do that? Well, Peter Thiel and I had written a best selling book called Zero to One about startups and, and technology. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of a lot of fans because of that book. And so I sold uh, 199. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Uh, we charged $5,800 for each of them. And you can think of each token as kind of like a, a pass to get into this fan club. And so now we have a cool chat room. We're going to throw some parties. You know, there's some real world benefits. It's not just this digital asset, um, you know, but, but a lot of people are into this stuff, cryptocurrency and whatnot. And so I just wanted to think outside the box and do something that my competition, you know, not only wouldn't think of, but wouldn't be able to do. And then, you know, boom. We did it right. And 36 hours later, uh, raised about $550,000. 
Bravo. And I think it's so cool and it's refreshing to see millennials also getting into the race. Um, You've had an incredible background, by the way, in business and in so many different levels. Obviously, the book, too, as well. Great to have you here, Blake Masters. you got to come back on again soon, okay? And good luck with your race. Anytime. Thank you so much, Rita. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.